You're on EducateForLife.com radio with Kevin Conover. And if you listen long enough, your faith will become... I'm tired of being conned. Don't worry, the con is over, see? We're now at DEFCON 1. Did you say carnivore or carnivore? Would you like to have a conversation with Kevin? Then call 800-243-9719. And now, here's your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your time and bring your shame. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website is educateforlife.org. If you want to call in today, the number to call in is 866-577-2473. And uh, we'd love to hear your opinion on the topics we cover. Love to have your uh, experiences uh, that you can share on the air. You can also stream us on Facebook here today if you're listening live. And uh, we'd love to also have your support and your partnership. Uh, my website, educateforlife.org, we give a lot, of way, a, a lot of free resources, classes on defending the truth of God's word and producing these radio shows. It all costs money. We'd love to have your support. Donate to EFL.org is our donation website. We're looking for 1,000 people to support us with $10 a month. If you can do that, that'd be a huge blessing. Um, but let's get into our show today. Um, my guest today is David Schmoos. He's the Executive Director of Christian Education Educators Association International. If you want more information about that, that's CEAI.org, CEAI.org. And um, he is uh, somebody who is upset about the fact that teachers that teach at a public school um, are forced into a place where they have to uh, pay dues into a union often that uh, is contrary to their, their beliefs and their values. And so I'm, I'm super excited, uh, David, to have you on the program today because this has been a, a real passion of mine also, yeah. uh, is why are we being forced to support values that are things that go directly against our values? So um, for our, our listeners, why don't you take us back to how you started becoming aware of this situation sure. as a public school teacher and so forth? Sure. It's great to be here, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I started public school teaching in 2000. And within a few years, realized, wow, I'm paying $1,000 a month in union dues here in California, and they're doing all kinds of crazy things with my union dues. You know, that was sort of the forefront of a lot of the LGBTQ stuff. And I was thinking to myself, how can I, as a Christian, allow my union dues to support this kind of political advocacy? Mm-hmm. And so I became... And, I'm sorry, yeah. David. Mm-hmm. Is that the uh, California Teachers Association? That is. Yeah, right. okay. So I became what's called an agency fee pair, which means I quit the union uh, but according to law, and which is still the law of the books as of right now, yeah. uh, you, even if you quit the union, you still have to pay what's called an agency fee. Uh, so uh, even though I got some money back, uh, I still had to pay $600 a year to the union for really for nothing. I wasn't a member. They wouldn't support me if I got in trouble. Uh, they did negotiate a contract, but uh, that was by law anyway. I couldn't, I couldn't even get out of that if I wanted to. And so, yeah, I was continuing to support this union, uh, even though I did get some money back for all those years of teaching. Uh, eventually got involved with Christian Educators Association, and we are an, an organization that helps represent Christian teachers in public schools. And so many people who quit the union will join Christian Educators Association because we offer some of the same benefits the union does, things like liability insurance, job action protection, things they need. Yeah. Uh, so I, I got out of the union, uh, joined CEAI, and I got more involved in this, in this struggle to really free teachers from forced unionism. 
a couple years ago, three years ago, matter of fact, we we had a Supreme Court case called uh, Friedrichs v. CTA. We took it all the way to the Supreme Court. That would have done what we're going to – I hope we're going to talk today about the Janus case. Yes, absolutely. And uh, would have done what the Janus case we think will do three years ago. And we got all the way to the Supreme Court, oral arguments, uh, everyone who observed the case, that we got five judges on our side – uh, that we're going to strike down this law saying that teachers have to give money to unions. Five judges on the U.S. Supreme Court. Oh, absolutely. Wow. And we were there for oral arguments. Um, eight of the ten teachers that that were were uh, co-plaintiffs in that case were members of ours. Uh, and um, and, <laughs> and we, we clearly won the case in oral arguments, uh, but Justice Scalia passed away before the ruling could be oh, issued. Oh, my goodness. And so that resulted in a 4-4 deadlocked court. So the existing precedent stood, uh, and we were back to where we started. So... Uh, the current now the case that's coming up now is called the Janus case. Uh-huh. S- basically, same exact case, not from a teacher this time, from a healthcare worker in Illinois, but same principles. Same the issue is: can public employees union members be forced, or non-members in this case, yeah. be forced to uh, to pay union dues or, or agency fees, what they call them? Yeah. And so we are expecting, barring any kind of tragic yeah. story like what happened yeah. last time, we are expecting to win this case. Now we may not, uh, but but we expect a ruling in June. Uh, a favorable ruling in June that's going to free teachers all over the yeah. country. And that's huge. It's oh, I, huge. I mean, I, I mean that's uh, uh, earth-shattering, earth really. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what about, have you had any pushback from the teachers' unions about this? And so well, forth? you know, what the teachers' unions are trying to do is they're trying to get a lot of their members to sign these commitment cards. And what these commitment cards say, if you read the fine print, is even if you quit the union, in some cases, you still have to give us payroll deductions on an ongoing basis. Oh, wow. oh you want out? Oh, there's this one week, you know, at the end of September or the end of August or something like that. There's this one week where you can get out. And if you don't get out that one week, or in some cases it's a month, but uh, various unions. But, you know, if you don't get out that one specific narrow window, uh, then sorry, you're in for another year and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. And, it's, and it's auto renewed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, so they're trying to do things like one that. one of these scams on the internet where they mm-hmm. do that, right? They just keep yeah, auto renewing yeah. you if you don't catch yeah, yeah. it. So, so uh, that's really interesting. And I've heard um, in the past that. A lot of teen, teachers' unions, um, in a sense, acted almost mafia-like in the sense that, hey, look at if you don't, if you're not a part of the union, you're out, mm-hmm. and uh, would really uh, place a lot of pressure on new teachers to join the union, um, or basically you don't get to teach. I mean, is that still an issue in um, you know the public schools today? Where well, what we often find in regards to that is that when you become a new teacher, you're yeah. often told, which isn't even true under the current law, yeah. and certainly won't be true under, if Janice goes the way we think it will. What often teachers are told is that they have to join the union when they get their job. It's actually not true. Uh, they have a constitutional right not to be part of the union, and, and there's a couple ways they can do that. Uh, but, they, but in most cases, they still have to pay the agency fees. Yeah, but um, would that work against mm-hmm. them? So meaning like if, if you have somebody who comes in and uh, the administration or the teachers, the other teachers or, or the teachers union itself mm-hmm. uh, is looking at this person and saying, are they going to join the union is there the possibility that they wouldn't be hired? I mean, would people be afraid to say I'm not going to be a part of the union? That really depends. I don't know any specific stories along those lines. Yeah. Uh, but it would, you know, management is not union, right? So typically your, your, your school administrator who makes those hiring decisions That's right. is not yeah. part of the union. Yeah. So now, but it's possible they came from a very highly partisan union background mm. and they're big fans of the union. Yeah. So maybe, uh, but I haven't heard of a lot of that going on. But it's it's very typical for unions to sort of have their way in with the with the administration of the hiring process that they're that so these um, you know staff that works for the district are told yes they must join the union mm-hmm. you know that's the law mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. it's really not the law but but that happens a lot of times yeah that's that's a that's a sad reality mm-hmm. uh, so I want to talk more about these details um, yeah. we're we're going to be coming up on a break here in a, in a little bit here but 
uh, one of the questions I want to ask you is, how do you foresee things changing? If this case does pass, yeah. what does that mean for um, education in right. general? Right. How are things going to change? And um, you sure. know, for our listeners, how should they? What, what should they be praying about in, in regards to yeah, this yeah. And, and what's going to happen? So yeah, yeah. my guest today is David Schmoos. He's with uh, Christian, I'm sorry. Christian Educators. Christian Educators Association International. Mm-hmm. That's CEAI.org. And uh, if you want to find more about that, or if you're interested in joining, this is a union mm-hmm. itself, right? We're not a union, but oh, we are an associate, you're a professional a, association. Yes. Yeah, and if you want the benefits of that association and people that have values that are similar to yours, I encourage you to take a look at uh, the Christian Education Association and uh, get involved with what they're doing, because I think they're going to be making a huge difference here, especially with, with this case coming up. Um, I'm Kevin Conover. You're on Educate for Life Radio, and uh, please check us out, educateforlife.org. We also have a, an incredible opportunity coming up to, to plug in. Um, May 15th, we have an event here in San Diego, um, and we're going to be having Eric Buer out there. And Eric Buer is an expert on the state education code. Uh, he will tell teachers and administrators where the legal lines are that they can't cross as far as being a Christian is concerned. You know, a lot of teachers are afraid because they don't know where that line is, and so they they just stand back, um, and and they end up uh, silencing themselves. It's almost self-censorship, when in fact they have a lot of freedoms to share the gospel and their faith. They're in the public schools, but they're just not aware. So May 15th, we're going to be doing that. I hope you'll join us. It's a free event. You can register at efldannyray.com. And um, we'd love to have you join us. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. We're talking with David Schmoos. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Educate for Life helps you build your life on the rock. LG Equipment helps builders build on good soil. Luke Gibson's team at LG Equipment is your local source for grading, demolition, hauling, and more. Learn about their bulk water services from trucks to tankers to towers at rentwatertower.com. Get your questions answered. Call LG Equipment at 619-988-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-988-0924. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 7.30 to 5.30, and Saturdays, 7.30 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. How can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. I will cast my cares on you. 
Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. If this show is a blessing to you, if you've enjoyed it, uh, we just had Julie Hayden on. Uh, we, we heard the testimony of three separate callers who talked about how marijuana impacted their lives. And um, we talked about how things are going to change uh, because of the legalization of recreational marijuana. Great show we had. I've had uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Tor on, James Tor, one of the top 50 scientists in the world, talking about um, how there's no evidence for evolution scientifically. Um, we've had all kinds of uh, experts on the air talking about issues that are relevant to Christianity. Um, recently had on uh, Miss Kiesling, uh, an expert on the pro-life movement. Um, if, these, if these shows are a blessing to you, we'd love it if you would partner with us. You can visit donate to EFL.org. And uh, we're looking for 1,000 people to support us with $10 a month. So love to have your help in getting this out there and uh, getting our resources out there. So please do that if you have the means. My guest today is David Schmoos. And uh, he is the executive director of Christian Education Educators Association International, and uh, he he is a public. Are you still a public school teacher? No, no, no I'm not just anymore. Full-time. Okay, full time. <laughs> but you were a, a history teacher, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. AP teacher. I taught AP US history for fifteen years. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. So yeah. you know all about the history of oh, uh, yeah. uh, the US and everything else, and Absolutely. and our our uh, Christian heritage and the mm-hmm. and the fact that schools. You know, it blew my mind when I first learned this, that the public schools were first started to teach people to learn to read the Bible. Absolutely. It's, it's so phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy now how um, the, they started to teach to read the Bible, but now the Bible is essentially, you know, it's kind of a taboo thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, we don't want the Bible here. Isn't that yeah, bizarre? Yeah. It is. It's very sad yeah. uh, to see where our education system has gone over the years. And, uh, you know, w- one thing, though, I think we, 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 we shouldn't give up on the public schools for this reason. Mm. 85 to 90% of our kids are in those public schools, yep. right? Yep. And I think the public schools is really the most strategic mission field in our culture because a lot of those kids uh, aren't going to go to a church, aren't going to find their way you know, to, to a ministry event. Yeah. Uh, and so who's going to go reach those kids? Yeah. You know, and that's one thing we do at CEAI is we say, okay, how can we do within the law? You know, how can we understand the law? Yeah. Uh, but how can we go in there and partner with parachurch groups and churches and youth pastors to reach these kids because they're broken, they're hurting, and... and and they need Jesus. Absolutely. You know? And so a big part of our ministry is helping people do just that. I love I love that. I love how you call it a mission field because mm-hmm. really that's what it is. Yeah. In our own backyard, um, it's almost as if you're traveling to a, a foreign country where mm-hmm. um, God has essentially been kind of, uh, you know, taboo. Right. It's weird that in America we have this subculture in the public schools where mm-hmm. um, essentially you don't have freedom of religion. Mm-hmm. And so um, tell, share with us a little bit more about how you do that. How do you sure. – um, make a difference in, in reaching those kids in the public schools? Yeah, well, you as a public school teacher don't forfeit your First Amendment rights when you walk into the school. Obviously, you're an agent of the state, you know, so some of that is limited. Yeah. Uh, but you don't have to lie to be a public school teacher. So if a student asks, uh, hey, uh, what did you do this weekend? Oh, I went to church. Oh, you go to church. Oh, do you believe that? Oh, yeah, I believe that. If you're doing a, a lesson about the true meaning of Easter or Christmas, which is totally appropriate for kids to understand where yeah. these holidays come from. Uh, oh, do you believe, Mr. Schmoose, do you believe this stuff? Oh, yeah, I believe this stuff. You know? Yeah. And so you're, you're perfectly free to do that. You're also free to, uh, you know, we had a teacher come to one of our events, and she learned that if she goes uh, and puts on the other hat, so to speak, of another organization, let's say a church or let's say a child evangelism fellowship, a parachurch ministry, mm-hmm. and becomes a volunteer with one of these groups, she can request a room on her campus after school, and she can lead a good news club, a Bible study, this kind of That's thing. That's great. So she came to one of our events. She went home. She learned, oh, my gosh, I can lead a good news club at my school. Within a couple of weeks, she had 100 kids hearing the gospel wow. every week on her campus. <laughs> so this is a teacher, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So even though she's a teacher, mm-hmm. 
um, she still has that right to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, she can't do it during the school day. Yeah. She can't. If she's an official club sponsor, that's different. Yeah. But if she's leading a community group that, that has access to the campus, just like any other access, uh, other club does, like the Boy Scouts or what have you, yeah. Uh, then yeah, she can certainly do that. So um, tell us about uh, CEAI's influence mm-hmm. um, as far as in the States. and How big is the ministry now and how long has it yeah. existed for? Well, you know, some people unfortunately say we're the best kept secret in education. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're relatively small. We have about 7,500 members around the country. Uh, but w- this, this Janus case uh, really has a potential uh, to, to change all that. Um, and, and it's not just about becoming a big organization. It's becoming a, providing a place for teachers to really feel like they're connected and they're protected and, they're, and they're, we have their back from a biblical worldview. Absolutely. People on their, on their team. And being able to promote those values. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, so we're super excited, you know, about what's going on here. So how is the Janus case going to mm-hmm. impact you? I mean, what do you foresee happening? Yeah, well, interesting. You know, the unions for years have been spending all kinds of money on things that we would really find objectionable. For example, uh, in the 2014 election cycle, uh, $800,000 of teacher union dues found their way to Planned Parenthood. Wow. It takes a little circuitous route, yeah. but, it, but it, it does get there. Yeah. Um, that number increased in the 2016 election cycle. It was over $2 million of teacher oh money gosh. found their way to Planned Parenthood. And so what I'm excited about is if, Janet, if the Janice case goes the way we think it will, immediately... There are 182,000 teachers in the country who are already agency fee payers. They've already quit the union, but, but, but because of the law, their money is still getting pulled into the union coffers, if you will. So that represents over $100 million. Oh, my right? goodness. So overnight, if the Janus case goes away, we think it'll go. Teachers unions will have less, $100 million less to, to advocate for these you know, progressive political things that they do. At the, at the last NEA convention last summer, uh, the NEA voted to ban three Christian groups from exhibiting uh, from their conventions, you know, an, an ex-gay group and two science, uh, creation science groups. They wow. said, sorry, you, you don't really have a seat at the table anymore. You can't even come to our conventions and set up a table. Um, so, so there's so, a lot of people out there that are upset about yeah. what's happening in the, with the, with the yeah. teachers' unions. And so then, and that's just the agency fee payers. Then what's going to happen is more people are going to say, oh, I can actually quit the union and not have to pay a bunch of money for nothing. Mm-hmm. And we, we suspect about 20% more or, or higher are yeah. going to go ahead then and go ahead and quit the union. Yeah, Eric Bure, yeah. when I had him on, he told mm-hmm. me that uh, 50% of teachers and administrators claim to be Christian. Yeah, or 50% have gone to go to church at least once a month. That's okay. the research I That's saw. That's what it is. The okay. Barnard research, yeah. Yeah, and, and so mm-hmm. that being the case, I mean, uh, this could be uh, basically taking, uh, like you said, well, you said $100 million? Mm-hmm. $100 million, and, and that, that could yeah. go and right back to basically causes that promote uh, the right. heart of Christ yeah. and, and a biblical perspective. And, and that's just right off the bat. It'll, yeah. it'll be much more than that over this course of the next several years. Oh, that uh, is so exciting. And I so, can't believe that I haven't found out about this till, till just now. Yeah. Because I consider myself relatively informed, right. but I didn't know about the Janice <laughs> case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which uh, means how many other people don't know that this is happening? Right, right. Um, so, so if people want to find out more about this or want to get involved with mm-hmm. CEAI, yeah. so... Uh, one one more question that pertains to this. So, if somebody becomes just an agency fee payer, that's what yeah. it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, then, are they allowed to join your association mm-hmm. and get the same be- benefits, except from a Christian perspective? Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. In fact, our I, I would argue our benefits our benefits are even better than what the union provides. For example, in California, our, our liability insurance is double with double the coverage they offer, things like that. And, and plus, the, the unions don't, don't back them up, you know, from a biblical worldview. Mm-hmm. If they get in trouble, you know, a Christian teacher, the most common reason they would get in trouble is yeah. because of their faith. 
right? Oh, yeah. And yet th- that's the very thing the union probably, in some cases, you know, it depends on the local union and the local people and what, what their bent is. Sure. But often that's not the thing, that's the very thing they're not going to help them with. Absolutely. We had a teacher in Ohio, for example, who uh, wanted to have a Bible on their desk. And the courts have generally ruled that, you know, along with the photo of your spouse and your little devotional calendar, you, you know, you have a Bible there. And that's yeah. like your personal space. And yeah. That's, that's fine. Uh, well, she said, hey, the, the principal said I have to take my Bible off. She went to the union and the union said, yeah, get that Bible off your desk, right? And it didn't help her at all. So she called us. We helped her file a grievance, and she eventually got the Bible back on the desk. Um, so, but we see that stuff happen where, where yeah, unions, you know, they're, they're, some people love their union. And, and if, if Christians are called as teachers to, to try to be change agents within their union, and God's called them to that, you know, go for it. Yeah. Uh, we are not necessarily anti-union. Yeah. Uh, but we just believe that, that people shouldn't be forced to be in a union. Uh, and if they want to their, have their money go elsewhere, and then they should be able to do that. Amen to that. My guest today is David Schmoos, and uh, he is with CEAI, Christian Educators Association, Association International. And uh, what he's sharing, uh, honestly, this is probably one of the most significant issues uh, that I've heard in quite a while as far as its ability to change um, the state of our education system. It, it's the Janus case which you said is going to be decided in June. Ruling in June. Ruling in June. So we're about to go on a break here. Um, This is Kevin Conover with Educate for Life. Thank you so much for listening to our program. I hope it's a blessing to you. If it is, if you found this this radio program a source of encouragement and uh, biblical perspective, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to uh, get out a biblical perspective. Please consider supporting us and partnering with us. $10 a month at donate to EFL.org. We're going to be right back with David Schmoos. Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart. Luke Gibson of LG Equipment supports Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Luke grew up in the construction industry and now serves LG's commercial and residential customers throughout Southern California. Whether you need grading, paving, hauling, demolition, on-site bulk water service, water trucks, tankers, and towers, call LG Equipment at 619-998-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-998-0924. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 730 to 530, and Saturdays, 730 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. This is Throughout All Ages Ministry with Joe and Stacy. We would like to equip you to share the gospel with confidence in a biblical and effective way. We would like to teach you through the proclamation of the gospel. Whether you're the skeptic, God who created you said that he has made himself known to you so that you are without excuse. One-on-one evangelism. How do you think you can get to heaven? Never really thought about it, but I've always thought of, you know, doing good. For more information, go to throughoutallages.com, like us on Facebook, or visit us at YouTube at Throughout All Ages. I'm giving it all away. 
Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. And uh, please visit our website, educateforlife.org. I'm an apologetics teacher, if you don't know already. I've been teaching for 11 years defending the Bible. And I have a whole online curriculum. It's 40 classes defending the truth of the Bible. We cover uh, uh, religions, who's right and how do you know. We cover the issues of creation and evolution and origins. We cover pop culture issues, things that are really relevant in our culture today, like abortion and homosexuality and these sorts of issues that everybody's asking questions about. And we also cover the issue of how do we know the Bible is actually God's word and uh, tough questions like, why is there slavery in the Old Testament? And why does God wipe out all the Amalekites and Canaanites, right? These are questions that are in our culture. You want to be able to answer those questions so you can be a light and, um, and show yourself approved, right? The, a workman who does not need to be ashamed. So um, if that's uh, something you're interested in, please check it out. We're trying to give away our resources for free, and we'd love to have your support. You can support us at donate to EFL.org. My guest today is David Schmoos. He's the executive director of Christian Education Educators Association International, CEAI.org. And uh, he holds an MA in Biblical Studies and Theology from Biola University. He's taught biblical worldview and instruction uh, to teaching classes at Biola as an adjunct professor. But today... He's the executive director full-time of Christian Educators Association International. That's cool. You went to Biola. Yeah. Uh, I got my MA from Biola also. Awesome. So, uh, yeah. And you, you uh, taught worldview. I did. So to be a, a biblical worldview, uh, mm-hmm. somebody who's knowledgeable about that, and mm-hmm. also to be a history teacher in the public schools, yeah. you must have been an interesting teacher oh, to it have. Oh, was, it was so fun. <laughs> it was so fun, Kevin. What was your favorite part uh, about teaching in the public schools? We would, we would do these journal topics every yeah. day, and I would put up a journal topic. And it wouldn't typically be a Bible verse, although sometimes I would do that. Yeah. And maybe I would just not necessarily include the, the chapter and verse. But, sure. Or say ancient proverbs. Yeah, there like you that. go. <laughs> uh, but uh, but it would just be a, uh, an issue that was common in the culture, and we discuss it. And yeah. I would just through questioning, you know, Socratic method, basically say, well, "What do you think about this? What do you think about this? You know, is it why does the research seem to suggest that people who don't live together before they're married have you know have more successful marriages? You know, why why do you think that is? Yeah, what, what could explain that? You yeah, know? and we'd ask those kinds of questions. And so I would essentially teach the biblical worldview without calling it that, or without the students really even necessarily knowing that yeah. I was doing that. I mean, some of them, some sure, of them sure. in, but, but, you know, at the same time, I, I, I was respectful of my students, you know, Absolutely. Uh, disagreement was, was, was fine. And we had discussions about it and yeah. uh, we don't browbeat, we don't manipulate, we want to, want to be, you know, not yeah, well, to do what the other side does. Basically. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Even as a Christian teacher, I mean, as a teacher that teaches at a Christian high school, mm-hmm. I mean, my job is not to coerce people into right. believing right. the Bible. Mm-hmm. All I'm doing is laying the information out there and right. saying, Hey, you get to make the decision. Yeah. You know, do you, does God make sense? Do you want to follow the word of God? Yeah. And, and I think when you, it, it, it's like, um, in the old Testament, it's either Isaiah or Jeremiah where it says, come, let us reason together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, though your sins are as scarlet, mm-hmm. they will become white as snow. Yeah. And uh, that's what really God has wanted us to do is, hey, let's have Absolutely. a dialogue. I also coach apologetics for um, a homeschool speech and debate club I'm, I'm involved with. Oh, wow. And something I tell them uh, each week is, you know, the biggest apologetic is a transformed life. Mm. And so I would, you know, as a teacher, I would live out my life before the students. I would say, wow. You know these things are happening, and I'd share. I'd share openly and honestly. I mean, age-appropriate ways, of course. Yeah. But, yeah. But um, about and, and they would see us live. You know, we went through some times where we had a son uh, pass away. We had my wife had cancer, and we went. And I let my students in during those times, mm. and they got to see God do some pretty, pretty amazing stuff. Wow. And so I would say, you know, that's a that's a often missed but big part of what Christian teachers do. Yeah. Is they live out an authentic Christian life before their students. Yeah, and then the, those those kids get to see. Um, hey, this is the difference between. Uh, you know, somebody who's living for Christ and somebody who's not. And, right. and there is that drastic difference, like you said. Mm-hmm. And I love what you said. The biggest, one of the, the biggest apologetic is a transformed life. Absolutely. And uh, 
I, I have a lot of people on the radio program who have testimonies that are just phenomenal mm-hmm. about how Christ just radically changed them. Yeah. Um, and so uh, amen to that. That's, that's fantastic. Now, uh, the Janus case coming up here, mm-hmm. um, and you said you feel positive that it's, it's going to go through. Yeah. Um, what, what's giving you that confidence? Yeah, well, here's the, here's the essential argument that makes yeah. total sense. Yeah. Uh, in, in a public employees union, the argument is really everything they do is political. You know, the, the old argument was, hey, you should not, even if you don't want to pay the political part, you should at least pay the collective bargaining part. Well, wait a minute. It's a, in a public employees union, even the collective bargaining is political because what are they bargaining for? They're bargaining, for example, teacher tenure laws. How, how are teachers fired and hired? Mm. Isn't that a political question? How, yeah. You know, the people in our schools and, and who gets fired and why and when and um, how much are teachers paid and the benefits and, and all those kind of, and what, what do we do with the pension system and those kinds of, those are all political questions. Those Absolutely, are all taxpayer yeah. dollars, right? Yeah, yeah. So everything a union, everything a public employees union does, not necessarily a private employees union, but a public employees union does is political. Mm-hmm. And so, and that was the argument of the Friedrichs case three years ago. And that's the same argument of the Janus case. And that's why we think that we're pretty confident that we've got five judges. So you feel like uh, Gorsuch is going to be on your side. We hope so. Now, <laughs> now Gorsuch was, was strangely silent during oral arguments huh. So in this case. So we're not sure what that means. But, yeah. uh, but all, all eight other judges are on record on, on almost the exact same case as already having voted on it. Yeah. So re- he really is the, the tiebreaker. So please pray. Please pray for Absolutely. For so if you're listening, please <laughs> pray for this Janus case uh, that's coming up. It really is uh, going to be a decisive uh, well, decisive decision. It's really going to make a difference in our culture about yeah. what happens next. Yeah. And the exciting thing is, you know, a lot of states in a country are already right to work. That means a lot of the what we might call the red states have mm-hmm. already passed right to work laws. Teachers in those states already have these rights. But what right Janice to work is, as opposed to means they, they don't have to join a union. Yeah, it's kind of a phrase that, that yeah. we've used for that. But, yeah. Uh, but the most of the blue states, you know, California, New York, Illinois, Ohio, Minnesota, Washington, Oregon, Pennsylvania. You know, these states where a lot of the population is, is centered, these states don't have these rights yet. And so I'm so excited for these teachers in those states yeah. that they're not going to have the right to now. And this is, like you were saying, this is more than just education. This mm-hmm. is, has the potential to break unions in general in the sense that you can't mandate that an employee join the union in order to be able to work. Right, right. And, and you know, and the, and the money that flows into politics, you know, listen, listen to, um, uh, listen to this, this quote I found from the... Um, the former director of the California, um, California Federation of Teachers, he said, the truth is, in the last 25 years, no major progressive proposition has passed without labor being a primary donor. Okay, so we're saying basically all the progressive legislation, you know, the stuff we're dealing with now about the LGBTQ All the stuff, stuff we've been fighting you against. You know, labor is a big part of that. Yeah. And, and, and there's 4 million unionized teachers in this country they are by far the biggest mm. uh, contributor of, uh, among labor unions yeah. to political causes in the country. Yeah, I heard so, that the, the California Teachers Association is the most powerful mm-hmm. uh, lobbying organization. In Sacramento, yeah. by far. Yeah. yeah, There was an article, there's a great article in the LA Times, it's a little old, about six years ago, but it went in depth into how much the CTA is involved in everything. You know, They were talking about having meeting with the governor and, and his key people where they were calling up the CTA director and kind of, hey, are you okay with this? And he was, he was vetoing things by text into meetings with the, with the governor, you know, and, and how, how well-connected uh, yeah. the CTA is in the state. And, and, and really for, uh, you know, and for many, many unbiblical causes, unfortunately. There's a, bill, there's a bill coming down right now called AB 2153 that is not getting the attention that some of the other ones are getting because yeah. it only applies to, to schools. Yeah. But it's going to require that uh, every school, public or charter, 
uh, within the first six weeks of their school year, host an LGBTQ training for their teachers. And what that's and the training requires them to make their students aware of of on campus and off campus resources uh, for their LGBTQ students. Which means basically the school is going to be plugging the the, the, the gay club. And they're going to be bringing uh, off-campus organizations, you know, on to yeah. speak to their teachers. Yeah. And, you know, um, we need to be clear that w- none of us are in favor of anyone being bullied or, or we all want students to be loved and cared for and valued. Mm-hmm. Um, but to set aside these you know, special programs for a certain group of kids, you know, that tends to say, oh, well, this is sort of the chosen group and their, their lifestyle is approved. And, well, but what about the, you know, religious kids who don't agree? Yeah. Are they going to get bullied? Are they, are they you know, are they, who's looking out for them? Uh, and it seems like these are questions that local districts should be empowered to make Absolutely. rather than coming hand, you know, top down from Sacramento. Uh, parents should be involved in these decisions. But um, it's, you know, and lots of churches also host charter schools on their campuses. Oh, well, yeah. This is going to apply to right charter schools. Right here in schools. San Diego. It's, right. It's, it's, it, and they're popping up all over the place. Yeah. Uh, my guest today is David Schmoos. He's with the CEAI, that is C, uh, Christian Educators Association International. And what we're really praying for here is the Janus case. A decision is going to come down in June, and that will decide whether uh, Christian teachers or really any teachers have to be forced to pay into the uh, union if they don't agree with the union's values. Um, can they work without being forced to pay money into the unions? And that will stop in um, – that decision is going to be made in June, and that is going to change everything if that passes. So stay with us. we got two segments left. We're going to continue this discussion, and uh, you can be informed and prepared and get involved even and make a difference Uh, in the uh, Christian Education Association International. We'll be right back. Miss out on enjoying the water. Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Educate for Life helps you build your life on the rock. LG Equipment helps builders build on good soil. Luke Gibson's team at LG Equipment is your local source for grading, demolition, hauling, and more. Learn about their bulk water services from trucks to tankers to towers at rentwatertower.com. Get your questions answered. Call LG Equipment at 619-988-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-988-0924. There's got to be more. Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. And uh, I would love to have your support to keep our program on the air. Um, Donate to EFL.org if you want to support us. We're looking for 1,000 people to support us with just $10 a month. And uh, we want to give away all our resources for free. Um, I have produced, we're in the works of producing 40 different DVDs that cover all the different questions people have about God and the Bible. And uh, on May 15th, we're going to be giving away two of those DVDs for free. Uh, they have links to them for uh, high-definition 
uh, video clips on the web. But that is uh, the historical accuracy of the Bible and the scientific accuracy of the Bible. Most people aren't aware that there are over a thousand archaeological finds that confirm the truth of the Bible, meaning this is real. That book is a real history book. And so um, it's a great way to introduce your friends to, hey, you know what? The Bible's true. Why don't you take a second look at it? If it's true historically, could it be true spiritually? And uh, in my own life, I've found that to be overwhelmingly the case. And I've had the opportunity to interview many people who can, who can testify to how God has radically changed their lives. So donate to EFL.org. Uh, we'd love to have your support if you could check that out. Um, you can also visit us on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. We've got over uh, probably now over 70 interviews with different people from all over the world. And uh, we're also podcast on iTunes. My guest today is David Schmoos, Executive Director of Christian Educators Association International, CEAI.org. And um, David, you know, not too long ago, I actually interviewed somebody who right here in San Diego, um, he was a teacher at one of the local high schools. Mm-hmm. He would not call a, um, a girl a boy. And he was told by the administration, you must call this girl a boy. And um, the, the, he asked the administration, do the parents know that she wants to be called a boy? He, they said, no, the parents don't know, but you need to do it anyway. And, you know, some people t- gave him a- advice. Even Christian said, look it, just, just avoid the issue. You, just, uh, you know, use a personal pronoun that's neutral or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to lose your job over this. And he said, look it, I, where do you draw the line? He said, we keep giving ground. Mm-hmm. And he said, when does it get to the point where we're just doing whatever they say mm-hmm. and we've lost our Christianity? Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, for some people it might be okay to, to just, you know, avoid the personal pronoun. Right. But he said, for me, I've decided I'm not going to do that. And yeah. th- he actually got let go. He got fired. And like wow. you're saying, there was nobody to defend him. Right. Um, right. They just basically threw him under the bus. And so, yeah, that is such a hard issue. Yeah. Uh, you know, something, something, a question I kind of ask, ask people sometimes is, are we in Jerusalem? Or are we in Babylon? Mm. You know, to think about what does it mean to be a Christian in the public schools? Uh, you know, clearly uh, Daniel as a Christian in a secular government, yeah. right? Or I wouldn't call him a Christian necessarily, but a believer. Yeah. Uh, Daniel uh, had to probably enforce some laws he didn't like. Yeah. You know, and and as public school teachers, all of us have, have been in some of those cases. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I appreciate what you said that, yeah, some people, hey, that's a line I can't cross. Yeah. And and for them, you know, God bless them, and, and we'll we'll go to the mat for them and protect them as much as we possibly can. Sure, sure. Other people, we've we've allowed to, or we've enabled, or we've, we've equipped them yeah. to work out some kind of compromise. We yeah. had a foreign language teacher up in the Sacramento area, 30-year veteran who um, won all kinds of awards as a teacher, and all of a sudden now he was being faced with this same issue. And he was able to work out a compromise with, because it, because of his, the foreign language he taught, there was a certain pronoun that could kind of play both ways. Sure. He was able to use that. And the person's name they wanted to be called was sort of unisex. And sure. so he felt he could work that out and, and in a sense kind of stay on his mission field. Yeah. You yeah. know, but God calls people differently. And, yeah. And I, I don't think there's a, there's necessarily a hard and fast rule on that question. Yeah. But it's such a tough issue. And Christians are becoming uh, second-class citizens in many cases in our, in our yeah. public schools. Yeah. And the question is, is should it really be that difficult of an right. issue? I mean, do we have to, does a person have to be let go over that? Yeah. Um, I just... I just feel like um, there's a lot of these things that are coming against, um, you know, the Christian worldview. Like right now in California, they're trying to pass a bill where a uh, an adult who has has same sex attractions but doesn't want them, they're right. trying to say, hey, you you can't even go to a therapist to get help, even right. if you want to get help. Yeah, 
That's AB 2943. Yeah. Yeah, what a mess. Yeah. Right? Going to criminalize, you know, selling books or offering certain therapies or, or things like that. And, and what we're concerned about is, you know, the, the state of California has in the past tried to make it so that uh, schools like Christian universities could not credential teachers who, who um, held to traditional views on marriage, for example. Mm-hmm. Those views were unsuccessful, but we expect them to come back. Yeah. You know, so schools like Biola or, or what have you uh, wouldn't be able to credential teachers you know, in those kinds of situations. And we're already getting now to these places where uh, you've got to teach uh, the sex ed requirements now. Uh, the gender identity stuff is is embedded into mm-hmm. the sex ed curriculum, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. now required curriculum for grades seven to twelve. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I just had we're Dean, in this whole new world. Exactly. I just had Dean Broyles on the air too. Mm-hmm. He's a Christian attorney. Yeah, who, I know Dean. Yeah, who was um, f- uh, you know trying to raise awareness of what is in the sex ed curriculum mm-hmm. that's in the schools and so mm-hmm. forth. And so you have all these these issues. So I I think this. But I think the Janus case, what you're talking about here, mm-hmm. is really uh, kind of a linchpin uh, situation mm-hmm. because once that uh, situation is dealt with, it really frees people up to be able to uh, support the values that right. they believe yeah. are important. And it denies support to the side that's trying to create all these laws. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, it's, it's a win-win. In, it, it, in, in essence, what's happening is is the only way these issues have been able to gain ground is because they've been able to coerce people who don't support the view um, to fund mm-hmm. that position. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a bizarre situation yeah. where um, a small minority has been able to take uh, the power of a large majority and right. essentially say, no, we're going to do it this way. Absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because there's Christian, as you said earlier, our schools are full of believers. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's something in our hearts as, as Christians that's drawn to education, that's drawn to raising up the next generation and, and loving these kids. Yeah. And so there's a disproportionate number of Christians in our schools, and yet to uh, pass these laws and essentially make them second-class citizens and afraid to share their opinions and afraid to, well, you know, um, Mrs. Jones, how do you feel about, you know, gay marriage? Or all of a sudden now, that teacher is on notice. Do oh, I, yeah. Do I sit, tell, tell the truth and risk, my, and risk some kind of big brouhaha? Now, ultimately, I believe she'd keep her job, you know, but it might have to go all the way to the courts. And oh, and knows? it'll create and, a lot of stress right. and a, a lot of pain and a lot of interruption in absolutely. your life. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but tell us a little bit more about what CAI does. Mm-hmm. I know you do um, what are called Lift of, uh, mm-hmm. Lift America yeah. and also Daniel Weekends. Tell yeah, us yeah. about that. Let me tell you first about Lift. Uh, Lift stands for Lasting Impact Fellowship for Teachers. And a friend of mine named Mike Hicks uh, was a teacher in Bakersfield. And he went to one of our trainings and he came back with this vision for a gathering that would gather all the Christian educators across an entire city. Uh, to mobilize them and to inspire them and to equip them to say, hey, yes, here's the law, but but rather than focusing on what we can't do, what if we focus on what we can do, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and, and step out in faith and boldness in that. Yeah. And so he went back to Bakersfield and he said, I've got a vision for, uh, the Lord told me 50 tables of eight is what he said. Well, that's 400 people. And so we're all, Mike, you know, uh, 400 people. We're, you know, we're lucky if we get 40 people at you know, some of our events. That, that's, a little, that's a little nutty. And so we, we try to kind of, you know, maybe kind of adjust your expectations. He's, well, this is what I felt the Lord told me. So he goes back and he, he plans this event in Bakersfield. And, and, uh, and so many registrations start coming in. He's got to move the event to a new location. And, and, and he got his catering bill. And sure enough, he was billed exactly for 400 meals. And he's like, oh, my goodness, the Lord is, is up to something. Yeah. And so he then uh, did it again. The second year was similar turnout. Uh, I ended up putting one on in Orange County that was uh, with Biola as a partner, which was uh, well also well attended. And now he's come on staff with us. And now we're doing these. We've done these last, in the last year in 13 cities around the country. 
We're looking at 20 to 25 cities next year. And these are amazing events because teacher, it changes culture. You know, yeah. when teachers get out of that yeah. fear-based culture yeah. and they say, oh, i got to keep my head down, and they're surrounded by 100 or 200 or 300 or 400 teachers who are like, no, we're not leaving our heads down. We're, we're exercising our rights legally. We're, we're doing good news clubs. We're sponsoring Bible clubs. We're, we're being honest about our faith when we're asked. Yeah. You know, we're following the law, but we're doing it with boldness. You know, that changes culture. Oh, my God. And so those, two, know, those it, teachers go back, and they're, yeah. they're on fire. You know? So what's so exciting to me about mm-hmm. this is that I feel like this is from the Holy Spirit because yeah. this is what I'm – this is the whole May 15th event that I'm putting on. Mm-hmm. That's exactly yes. what I was trying to do. Yes. Exactly. And so uh, my guest today is David Schmoos, and, and um, I just met this guy today, but I love him, and he's <laughs> awesome. So um, please support what he's doing, ceai.org, Christian Educators Association International. And stay with us. We have one segment left. I have a few more questions for him. We'll be right back. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 730 to 530, and Saturdays, 730 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. This is Throughout All Ages Ministry with Joe and Stacy. We would like to equip you to share the gospel with confidence in a biblical and effective way. We would like to teach you through the proclamation of the gospel. Whether you're the skeptic, God who created you said that he has made himself known to you so that you are without excuse. One-on-one evangelism. How do you think you can get to heaven? I've never really thought about it, but I've always thought of, you know, doing good. For more information, go to throughoutallages.com, like us on Facebook, or visit us at YouTube at Throughout All Ages. Luke Gibson of LG Equipment supports Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Luke grew up in the construction industry and now serves LG's commercial and residential customers throughout Southern California. Whether you need grading, paving, hauling, demolition, on-site bulk water service, water trucks, tankers, and towers, call LG Equipment at 619-998-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-998-0924. I will cast my Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. This is our last segment. If you've enjoyed this program and you want to pass it on to somebody else, we'll have a recording up on YouTube uh, in a couple days here. And we're also going to be podcasting it. You can listen to all our past shows with all these amazing people um, on our YouTube channel. Please subscribe. I'd love to have you subscribe and support us that way. But also, if you could support us monthly, just with $10 a month, donate to EFL.org. That makes a huge difference. Just $10 allows us to copy five DVDs, and those DVDs go out. They can be passed around, and they also have links to our online resources and videos proving and defending the truth of God's Word. So uh, please uh, partner with us if you can. Donate to EFL.org. Now, my guest today is David Schmoos, and if you've been listening, we've been talking about um, a huge case that's coming up in June that's super important, Janice. And what this case essentially does is makes it so that teachers— do not have to pay union dues to a union that contradicts their values. And um, this has a, a, an amazing, is going to have an amazing impact on education in general. Um, I've been arguing uh, forever, this has been my passion, that education is where the next generation uh, establishes their values. So we have 90% of kids going to public schools. But in 1962, prayer was outlawed in the public schools. In 1963, the Bible was outlawed. And in 1968, evolution was essentially mandated. 
Now, by default, what you end up with is a moral agnostic philosophical view in the public schools. It's not to say that that teachers are teaching agnosticism or atheism. It's that their hands are so tied Mm -hmm. that they're not able to teach anything else. And so what do the kids end up with? They end up with this idea that um, nobody can really know for sure what's true. Nobody can really know for sure what religion is true. And in fact, that's completely not the case. The evidence for the truth of the Bible and Christianity is overwhelming. And you can make a concrete, informed, intelligent decision about the truth of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I'm really excited to have David here. Uh, David, um, we were talking about this Lyft event that you yeah. did. And um, it, you said it changes culture. It mm-hmm. changes the the uh, vibe of the of the schools. Right, right. Um, so I'm hoping, man, that the next one you do can be here in San Diego. That'd be great. That'd be great. Although <laughs> so, with this with this No Way Danny Ray event you guys yeah. are doing, this is, I mean, yeah, you're doing it. Yeah, so. yeah. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I hope this is ongoing. You mm-hmm. know, do you ever do them periodically in the same city or Oh, yeah. Like in that? fact, once we start in a city, we usually do them annually in that city. That's that been the great. pattern so far. So uh, we're on our fourth event now. We just did our fourth event in, in Orange County. Uh, Bakersfield on their fifth event, and other city, other cities around the country are doing that. So, well. so uh, how are what what are the testimonies you're you're hearing back from that? I mean, are you really seeing a big impact? Yeah, you know, uh, we had uh, a teacher named Andrea, and Andrea also was one of these ones that went back and started a good news club on her campus, and uh, she had a little um, a little a kid, a little uh, fourth fifth grader, I think, named Xander, who came to her um, who came to her club, and Xander was kind of like this uh, ringleader. You know, he he gathered the other kids. He was very encouraging. And, you know, she had had this sense of, of I need to start this Good News Club now. Even though our event was held in, in March and it was um, toward the end of the school year, and by the time she got it all together, there were only about six weeks left in the school year. But she's like, I need to do this now for some reason. Just felt a conviction of the Holy Spirit. And she started the club. Xander was heavily involved. Well, before the school year ended, Xander was killed in a, in a very tragic car accident. And she realized, oh, my goodness, like there was a community created at our school to support uh, his friends, his family, you know, the school at large about, you know, where Xander is and mm-hmm, what it means mm-hmm. to be in heaven and who, you know, who is Jesus. And so there was this huge ministry that happened because she had obeyed and she said, no, I'm going to start this good news club now as opposed to wait till you know, next school year. Um, she also got some opposition from one of her parents uh, and teachers. Uh, it was a, a, a teacher was also a parent at that school about, hey, this is unconstitutional, separation of church and state, you know, go to the principal, principal now says, no, it's, the courts have ruled, it's, it's legitimate. And, uh, but, but nonetheless, this teacher created some problems. Well, over, and, I, and I tell, we tell our teachers, you know, opposition, God is so much bigger than that, right? Yeah. So over the summer, this particular parent, um, their, their daycare schedule changed, and all of a sudden that next school year, they found themselves needing daycare on Wednesday afternoons the same time as the Good News Club. <laughs> so guess whose kid is now part of the Good News Club at this particular school in San Clemente? Well, uh, you know, so God works in oh, yeah. crazy ways. Yeah. So, yeah, we've seen lots of stories like that. And what's amazing, too, is a lot of times those little kids, they go home and they witness to their parents. Right. And they have an impact on their parents' lives. Right, right. And uh, it's amazing to see, to see know, that. So One thing we try to teach our, our teachers is to, is, to, um, is to pray and obey. You know, because we can't get in front of our class and give an altar call. Right, but we can listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and say, "Okay, what are we going to do? What is He leading me to do?" Yeah. There was one time I was driving to school at when I was a teacher, and I was saying, "Okay, Lord, what do you want me to do?" And I felt like He said, "Pray for your principal." Well, my principal, we, you know, we had an okay relationship, but but she had a lot of authority and wasn't afraid to use her authority and yeah. kind of used fear a little bit as as a motivator. 
And so I was, frankly, uh, afraid of her, <laughs> you know? So, uh, um, but I got up my courage. I went in there and said, hey, um, I, think, I know this sounds weird, but I think I'm supposed to pray for you. And uh, she looked at me for about 10 seconds, so didn't say a word, and I'm kind of mentally freshening up my resume, you know? <laughs> and uh, eventually she started to pour her heart out, and she, had, she was facing an issue that was so, so horrible, so tough, and she couldn't share it with anyone else because of some implications that were, you know, on campus. And, and God really met her that day. And so we, 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 teach our, we teach our teachers, okay, you know, hey, who's that one that God is calling you to impact today? And, and yes, I know, you can't give an altar call in your classroom, but you can reach that one that God has prepared for you to reach. Amen. Just, just yeah. put your listening ears on and, yeah. and tune in. Yeah, I love that. I, uh, there's a quote from Mother Teresa that uh, always sticks with me, and it's, mm-hmm. um, just uh, help the one person in front mm-hmm. of you, yes. you know? And uh, that's what God's calling us to do. And, and uh, we don't need to save the whole world. That's his job. Mm-hmm. But if we just focus on that one person in front of us and, like you said, yeah, pray yeah. and obey, yeah. um, boy, that that's just has uh, far-reaching implications. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so fantastic. And then um, tell us, um, we're almost, you know, we're, we're closing up shop here soon, but mm-hmm. tell us, what is a Daniel Weekend? Is, sure. How is that different than Lift America? Yeah. Before the Daniel Weekend, if I could just mention that if que- teachers have questions about the union issues in yeah. the Janus case, yeah. if they go to ceai.org slash unions, okay. ceai.org slash unions, there's a page that we've created that will answer all their questions, hopefully about, about the Janus case and That's about great. unions. Uh, yeah, Daniel Weekends are amazing. Daniel Weekends, where we get teachers away for a weekend, it's typically free for teachers. Uh, we are almost free. We sometimes charge a little bit of deposit just to make sure they show up. But, yeah. but we fundraise to support these. And it's a weekend conference that helps them. They learn the law, so they're well-versed in, in all the legal issues. We give them freedom to dream. We give them freedom to kind of think, what would, what, if you weren't afraid, if there were no obstacles, you know, what, would, what might God do on your campus? And we free them to dream and to, and to pray and to, and to believe for that. Yeah. And then we help them to develop an action plan so that when they go back to, to their campus, they have an actual plan to follow. And we work to kind of create some, some support for them to say, hey, call them up. Hey, how's your plan going? How can we pray for you? We had, I did one recently up in, uh, up in the Fresno area. And we had a group of the uh, teachers from a little town called Ripon, California, which is in the Central Valley. And they got on fire, and they went back, and, and uh, they put on a religious freedoms workshop for their district and their community. And, and I got to go up there and speak at that just a few weeks ago. And, and, uh, and that's the kind of thing we're seeing. We're seeing teachers go back, and they say, oh, yeah, how can I get the word out? How They're emboldened. Ch- yeah, how can I change yeah. culture in my, in my community, in my district, in my yeah. school? So. I know uh, um, when we had Eric Beer on, too, mm-hmm. he, they, he does a thing uh, very yeah. similar to you yeah. guys. Yeah. Do you guys Faith work Faith together? Faith Freedom Public Schools? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah we do. We do work yeah, there quite that, a bit. That is so cool. But yeah. The, when the teachers hear the information, um, they just all this fear goes away. Yes, and they just feel like I can be myself. Right. I don't have to hide who I am. That's right. And then it opens up so many opportunities for these hurting kids mm-hmm. who are like looking for hope. You know, that's right. And uh, they and can, this they world can... has no hope to offer exactly. them. It's so it's so vacuous and bankrupt. Exactly. And when they f- find someone who actually lives out of a place of hope and peace and life. Like, how can they not help but be drawn to that? Mm-hmm. You know? Amen, amen. Mm-hmm. Well, David, I really um, appreciate your time. And you're going to be with us on May 15th, is that I right? Am, I yeah. am. Yeah, I'm super excited. Man, mm-hmm. if I had met you sooner, I might have had you be a speaker. All right. Well, <laughs> next time, next time. So uh, you, uh, thanks so much for being here. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're listening and you want to know more about this, ceai.org. Uh, if you want to know more about the union, ceai.org forward slash unions um, to check that out. I'm Kevin Conover, and you listen, you're listening to Educate for Life Radio. I hope you'll join us next time. We'll have another fantastic guest. Please check out our website for all the past shows, and we'd love to have your support. If you, if you find this show valuable and you find our resources valuable, please go to donate to EFL.org. Uh, we're looking for 1,000 people to donate $10 a month. 
That'll make a huge impact in our ability to get this information out to people. Thanks a lot, and I hope you have a fantastic day. Did you miss part of today's program? Don't worry, we're committed to helping you get the info you need. Okay, that was dumb. But for real, visit educateforlife.com for podcasts and video recordings of the show and to sign up for the School of Unshakable Faith. Leave us your comments, compliments, questions, or concerns at 800-243-9719 or email kevcon at educateforlife.com. That's K-E-V-C-O-N at educateforlife.com. You will always be much more to me. Every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right, but that's alright, cause I'm